Hi guys, it's SD here. And um, we just wanted to let you know there is a trigger warning with this episode. There is reference to sexual abuse and termination of pregnancy. So if this is something that is triggering for you, then it's from the 45 minute mark. And um, if it's something that's affecting you or has affected you and you need help, there is resources out there. Feel free to contact us. Um, our email address is madein97pod at gmail.com. Otherwise, we do hope that you enjoy the rest of the episode. Yeah, we're going to be slapping. It's not ASMR <laughs> podcast, you know. What's <laughs> ASMR? It's the one where people are eating in the mic so people can hear all the sound effects. Nasty. Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Oh my gosh. Sorry. I'm nearly done. Mm-hmm. You see yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, me. Nuts and raisins. Mm-hmm. Semi healthy. All about the nutrition. Hmm? All about the nutrition. Yeah, and the rest that needs to come away. Like the muffin top. Needs to go. You're kneading your belly like dough. <laughs> the back fat. Oh my gosh. Go. The all the extra unwanted jebele jebele. They need to go. <laughs> they are not invited to this party. Oh gosh. I want to be slim, thick. Thick That's it. Mm-hmm. thick in the right places. Muffin tops is not sexy at all. We got too much rolls, more rolls than the bakery, bruv. <laughs> We should edit that part out, by the way, because you can't be trusted. I'll see. Oh no, it's gone. But hi guys, hello, hello, hi, welcome, hi. I'm trying to say hello in another language. Hola, bonjour. Um, I don't know how to say hello in Yoruba. That's sad. Because you normally say it in terms of what time of the day it is. Yeah, but I don't have to actually say hello. Raw, I need to find that out actually. Say welcome. In tree is Akwaba. Uh, What's welcome? Ekabo. And you have to think about it. <laughs> yeah, Ekabo is like. Yeah. Welcome. welcome. Nice yeah, to yeah, yeah. That's what, yeah. There you go. Okay. Ekabo! <laughs> <laughs> Making this sound like I learned something new. I'm telling you. That's Gosh, he's like an amateur now. But yeah, Imagine. what's going on, guys? We are here, we are back. Yes, we are. Live and direct. Well, we won't be live by the time you hear this, but I just wanted We're direct. to... I always wanted to say that. Like, I was, you know, hosting a radio show. One day, one day. One day. Anyone wants in us Jesus to... Name. Amen. Okay. <laughs> the visuals will see Yemi was actually went into meditation. Mode. I did, I did. It was just... 0.1 seconds away from speaking in tongues, but I don't want to chase people away because I enter the spirits, the spirits realm, you know? 
<laughs> when Rita's looking at me like, what's she on? <laughs> she really going there now. <laughs> Who are you on? Oh gosh, guys, we're back for episode 14. Whoop, whoop. Mm-hmm. And I get a whoop, whoop. I'm high on painkillers. And, al- and alcohol. And alcohol. No, that sounds bad. Because that's what druggies do. They take... Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, that... you didn't take it at the same time. It has been time between the pain relief. Yeah, so I had a migraine and then I took pain relief and that messed up my head and my belly. And then I felt okay. And then now I'm... Sipping on something. Yeah. A little something, something. You know what I mean? You can see it on our... Oh, no, it's past now. We've posted it now. But, yeah, you would have seen it on our Insta story. Yeah. We've decided to be What would you visual. say, like, your favourite kind of ring? ring? Oh, God. Let me speak. What would you say your favourite kind of drink is? Like... I don't have a favourite. Back in the day, it was always Disarano and something. Cranberry juice or Coke. And now... You got me onto the Martini Fiero. I think that's what it's called. Oh, yeah. I love that. But I don't have a favourite. Just anything nice and fruity and sweet. Same, yeah. But I do have, yeah, gin. I'm onto the gins at the moment. But the flavoured, like, really nice fruity ones mm-hmm. that you can just mix. I mix everything with Sprite. Like, fr- <laughs> Sprite is my favourite mixer. I mix everything. But it makes things taste more refreshing though. It's nice. And it hasn't got an overpowering taste. Yeah. Like the citrusy taste when yeah. I'm having a sip on a something, something, something. And I haven't drank wine for ages, which is weird. Like I normally like rosé. I like tonic wines. It's been catching dust for a while. Tonic wines? Yeah. That's old people drink. <laughs> You're so rude. <laughs> No offense. <laughs> so it's only their, their taste buds that can. It reminds me of my mum, so I just relate it to associate it with old people. Old people. <laughs> yeah, my mum used to love it. that. There's a ginger one. Ginger, I think it's called something stone. What's it called? Something stone. It's a green bottle. That's nice. Mixed with Sprite. So that's a gin tonic wine that definitely people that are going to be my yes, mum's People going to. And my mum used to drink that as well. But it's not actually. Because it's the natural. Sorry, headphone just fell. Because it's a natogen, people think it's like medicinal, but it's not. Isn't it? It's not. It tastes so nice. That was the excuse my mum used to give to get us a bite for her. Oh, it's not. <laughs> it's medicine. It's, it's good for your blood. She's getting secret buzz. That's yeah, what was happening. She, that's what her excuse used to be called getting Guinness as well. Buy me Guinness. It's good for you. Give me iron. Buy for me. Yeah, and yeah I think she just used to yeah, get a little buzz out of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay we know we know I don't oh like Guinness God. though it's so bitter I don't know how people drink it you do it. like it you just like it when it's in the in punch the pun- Guinness punch hello come true that reminds me <clears throat> Rina do you know what know. I'm going to report you to our listeners Rina from six weeks ago because we record every six two weeks. weeks it's six weeks because we record every you're two even weeks. counting I'm counting okay no it's not six weeks I'm lying I think there was something you came in between Four weeks is bad enough. Rena was meant to make Guinness punch, and each time, I'm still waiting. <laughs> to be honest, we've been recording late. This is probably the earliest we've ever recorded, actually. <laughs> so by the time we're finished, yeah, is that we're too tired? <laughs> or we can't be putting on blender them times of the night if we don't want to get abuse. Mm-hmm. Night nice. is morning. Like, yeah, you morning. hear the birds outside. I suppose. 
I suppose. Don't worry, I'll make it for you today. Ah, to then. Anyway, I'll be holding you hostage. Where's your khakis? I can go and hide it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it, I'll make it, I'll make it. I have to, then I have to reveal something. I kind of made some at home the other day. Hey! <laughs> and I drank all of it. Hey! So me, I'll be here suffering. Going, Guinness Watch, Guinness Watch, Guinness Watch, Guinness Watch. I was thinking watch. about you when I was drinking it. Can you not hear the wickedness? Can you hear the wickedness? I was thinking about oh you when I was God. drinking it. Yeah, I was doing cheers. Wickedness. <laughs> That's all I've been going on about. I feel like Guinness Watch, I feel like getting stuck. Don't worry, I'll help you, I'll help you today. Okay. Okay. I shall be patiently waiting. Mm-hmm. You can be sipping it while we watch our film later. Yeah, we're due to watch Coming to America today. I was one of the people that was hyping about it before it came out. Yeah, I know, March the sixth or was it March the fifth? Yeah, I can't wait. This is as soon as it come out. I watched it though. So anyway, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna watch it today. Okay, cool. So after this, we'll sit down and we'll watch it. Hopefully, we'll be watching it. It's not watching us. <laughs> I know. Because I'm tired we get. Just and the out. alcohol's already doing me as well. I can feel it. Hey, Rina's a lightweight, you know. Can I just say that? Do you think so? Yes. You start buzzing after one drink. <laughs> well, yeah. what? Can I class it as an empty stuff? Not really. I have eaten. I don't know. You eat in front of me, so I know you've eaten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have eaten. I don't know why I feel... My tolerance level though has gone down. Before I could hold a drink, like I could go six, seven rounds I I before. Do. I haven't tried that, but I don't think I can. I don't oh, think I've done that before. I actually feel like, oh gosh, I've had a drink. Now, maybe two or three. I'm a little bit like, ooh, feel a bit lightheaded. That's love. pushing it for me nowadays, boy. Feel lightheaded. It depends how strong it is as well, though. Mhm. But well, guys. <laughs> Guys, you know, one of the things we wanted to discuss today, and I'm sure every pod, every radio, every mm-hmm. TV, at least we know talking about it, yeah. is the Meghan Markle and Harry. Prince Harry, Prince Harry sorry. True. I need no, to give him his title. I think he even took it. He's removed it himself, hasn't he? Is no, he going by? He can't remove it. It's his inheritance. It's his it's bloodline. True. So it's no true. matter what, you're a prince. Mm-hmm. You're Omar Ba. You mm. know? Mm-hmm. Prince Harry interview with... Um, anti-oprah that interview was a lot to say the least like it was a lot to take in a lot to watch a lot of information to um digest and process yes but i'll just cut you for one second i ain't watched it yet haven't you no i've only seen clips and to be fair i don't even want to watch it but i'll tell you why after yeah you do (laughs) you do your review and i watched the whole thing and um I personally found it to be quite genuine because I've had other people say, no, gosh, she's got Harry by the balls, hasn't she? Like, she's making, she's basically treating him like a little puppet. I said, this is a grown-ass man with a title of a prince. Not only that, can I add as well, there are people forgotten, before Harry met Meghan, Harry's been acting up. Mm. Harry's been acting up. That's why I don't understand why people, are people stupid? I think Harry's always been the black sheep of the family mm-hmm. anyway. Because they even say that Charles ain't his dad anyway. <laughs> I've heard that, that he looks really like, um, what's that man, Hewitt? Some bodyguard or something that she used to have know, back in the day. not bodyguard. Who's Hewitt? People, you need to Google, Google Hewitt. Is Hewitt Harry's father? Google that. Mm-mm. If you see the man, the man looks just like him. Mm. But this is all alleged. 
No one come and shut us down for... <laughs> we <laughs> don't know. <laughs> Reporting false information. We don't know. Mm-hmm. And if you know, it's Rina that said it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> None of us were there. <laughs> I was not there. Oh. But that's something I've heard for God knows how many years. Mm. That Charles ain't his dad. And that's why Charles find it so easy to say you ain't talking to him. What do you mean? What child is you cut off, Yeah, cut off your own pitney like that. Like it's nothing. That's ridiculous. But yeah, I found it to be quite genuine. Like I said, um, when I just think if the interview was Megan by herself all throughout, then it gives more room for, okay, maybe she's milking it a bit or maybe she's exaggerating but the fact that Prince Harry came and joined her after and also had his input on his experience and what he feels like has happened, not what he feels like, what, what has happened, happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, I found it genuine because he basically confirmed what her story was and even added in his own experience. Mm. There was things that were said that she wasn't even there. It's information that he's relayed back to her. Right. So she wasn't even involved with you know, everything that was there. Mm-hmm. It's stuff that's gotten back to after. The part that got me was, I remember reading the papers, calling her a bridezilla, how she was throwing tantrums at the wedding, how she made Kate cry. And it was actually review- revealed, she revealed it that it was the other way around. That it was actually her that cried and because of something Kate said or did. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how, I know a lot of stories can be taken the wrong way but it's how nothing was ever corrected how the royal family just sat there and allowed her to look bad and take the blame for things that didn't happen mm. and i heard harry did actually did he go to someone and say was it harry? yeah i think so harry went to somebody because apparently they're saying that the royal family is run by a firm yeah quote yeah. unquote firm so he went to, I'm assuming, the firm or his grandma, something like that, and said, listen, I don't like what's going on in the tabloids. Do something. And they turned around and said, well, indirectly get used to it because you know that's how it is, that kind of thing. Yeah. So he, obviously, they, they are going to just, eventually, is enough is enough. Mm-hmm. And I heard that he said, basically, he didn't want the same thing to happen to them as what happened well, to his, his mum. Mom. Yeah, he said that. He did say that. He said his history repeating himself. To me, he indirectly called his dad a wasteman as well. You don't have as to far as I'm concerned, he, he did because he was basically I can't remember the words that he he actually said, but he he made reference to the fact that I'm not gonna sit here and allow my wife to go through this that my mum went through mm-hmm. and just repeating itself. Mm-hmm. So indirectly, you're saying your dad didn't protect your mum. Well, he didn't. And this is even a woman that was on your book as well, mm-hmm. you know. So. But it's how the royal family... But it's just... not that she was white. The reason why they treated Diana like that was, one, she was a, she didn't want to stick with the rubbish that was going on there. Mm. Two, she ended up getting with someone that had colour in their skin. You don't have to be black. As long yeah. as there's colour in your skin, that's it. And that's what caused for her to get written off. And I think also allegedly. they were worried that she was going to get pregnant for him. Mm-hmm. People and were saying that she probably was pregnant at that time when they wrote her off. <gasps> Gosh. hmm Cool. And that's why that happened because she was about to bring a step. Well, it won't be half as a, a half. It would be half but brother, half yeah, sister the to prince. the prince. Uh, right, right. 
So even though the child wouldn't have been a prince or a princess, you're still in the same bloodline. Yeah. But let me give you a joke here. Yeah? <laughs> I was listening to um, Half Class podcast today mm-hmm. while I was watching it. And Chucky, who's just one of the main hosts, turned around and said, if Harry had caught, had re- realised the how deep the whole situation is in his family and the firm years before he met Megan, Harry, mm. when he went to Jamaica, he would have brought back Spice. <laughs> <laughs> I was fascinated. Can you imagine a yardy yeah, Spice has really you actually can see from the front up. that he would come and bring there. Spice really would have fixed up their business <laughs> for them, yes. After she bumper clots all of them. And Ross clots It's all over. <laughs> it's all over, mate. That's crazy. I was like, you lot are too much spice. That's too funny. <laughs> That's it. I remember watching Spice on, on um, Love and Hip Hop, and I say, actually, they have no behavior there, Listen. let alone bringing her to her family. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'll skin out my bum bum. Told the queen to go and eat and suck whatever. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, no. Nah. too much. Way too much. I'm sure Harry's dated and seen black girls before. I can just tell. On the D-Lo, yeah. I can just tell. But he probably thought, they're not going to buy with this one. Megan will pass us white. Do you think that he genuinely did not feel like his family was going to treat her the way that they have? Yeah, I don't, I don't think. Are these people trying to enter the frigging recording? <laughs> Guys... Please excuse the background noise. It's Saturday and some people are a bit excited in the environment. Wanna come and sit on our head here. But yeah <laughs> genuinely, um yeah, I, I do you know what it is? The, you know when they say treat people how you like to be treated, Harry is like his mum. Mm-hmm. If you see how Harry is with people, he's not um What's the word? You know, like, you can see with William and Kate, they seem very media trained. Everything looks like a performance to an extent. Mm. Harry's not like that. He's a people's person. So he feels that... That's the reason why he's left, because he's thinking, I can't do this fakery no more. It's against my nature. They can do that. So he genuinely probably thought, she's a nice girl. I don't see nothing wrong. Do you understand? Mm Mm-hmm. He obviously is not racist and has any of those traits, but it's built into the rest of them and they can't break it. He's obviously broken out of that. So mm. I genuinely, I don't think he thought they were going to treat him bad. Mm, mm. And by the sounds of it, he's got, a, by the sounds of what I've heard, because I didn't watch the interview, but it sounds like he's got a good relationship with his grandma. Mm. Forget, forget Charles, he's waste. But it sounds like he's got a good relationship with his grandma. So I thought he probably thought, I'll reach out to her and everything will be fine. And then he realised, no, I'm really in an establishment where it's not even about us. There's something there that's controlling the whole situation and it's never going to change. It's either I accept it or leave. And he thought, you know what, I'm not accepting it, I'm going to go. No, hats off to him, man. Hats off to him because it's going to take, it would have taken a lot and everything out of him to make that decision. I don't think it was a decision that came easy for him. Mm-mm. And they revealed also, like, this wasn't out of choice. It was something they were forced to do. Mm-hmm. Taking the security a- away. Hmm. Um, basically telling them you're on your own. You know? And But you know what? I didn't even read it as you're on your own. I read it as you're good. You're, 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 it's like you might as well be, you're dead to us kind of thing. Because yeah. how can you take so out... So you disown someone, yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, in their... Ex- with the, from their 
the type of um, environment that he's coming from, you don't take away security from somebody like that. Especially where the mum's been murdered, well, run off the road or whatever, whichever way anyone wants to see it. To me, she got written off as far as I'm concerned. You take away his security, he's a prime target. So you're basically saying, you're dead. Mm. Because what's the next thing that's going to happen? They can't go nowhere. Mm. So, yeah. it had, and then how ironic that it took a black man to come and save him. Come on, my uncle, Tyler Perry. <laughs> Anyone that knows me knows I've been a Tyler Perry fan from, from day, day one. one. When like, the plays were out on DVD. Back in the day when it was plays, when it was Diary of a Mad Black Woman, mm-hmm. I've been riding with Tyler Perry for time. I know a lot of people find he's like, movies and plays a little bit cheesy i just like it i like it i was find messaging it mm. yeah i've always like i've been a a, a true fan from day mm. dot trust me but yeah it taking a whole black man to come and open his home to them and provide security Imagine. to them and do but you come from a whole royal family and right. and that your frigging grandma's on printed on money. Are you mad? And mm. and if your mum didn't leave you money, what situation will you be in? What is this? Can you imagine? The same mum that they wrote off. Yeah. Rubbish. And he made it, he, he said in there himself, he said, you know, I didn't ask for this. He said, This is this is my bloodline. This right, is right. I was born into right, this. Right. You know, it's mm-hmm. not something I went out my way. Hello, please make me a prince. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's your bloodline, that's who you are. Mm-hmm. And this is what I didn't understand the whole taking security. taking title from him you can take the title from him but that is still who he is that's his bloodline no matter what you call him whatever Mm -hmm. no matter how you want to go around it this is who he is Mm -hmm. because this is what he was born into Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know but um yeah it's it it was a lot and then this um this dirty man (laughs) dirty piers morgan listen i can't take that man I understand freedom of speech. It's very opinionated, all that kind of stuff. But there needs to be boundaries, especially when it comes to someone's mental health. When you're not there living and breathing with them, he's just upset. Because I saw an interview of where he actually spoke about her and he she ghosted him and all that business. On a normal level, if it was nothing to do with Prince Harry, can you look at Meghan? Can you look at Piers? Hmm. Like, are you, are you even on the same level? Like, but Piers is full of himself, though. And the thing that irritates me with him is, yeah, he says a lot of controversial things, but say whatever you want. But the fact of the matter is you're acting like a boy. Mm. Because you feel rejected by somebody or somebody ghosted you, what you've never been ghosted in your life before. Then she ended up with someone else, married that person, all of a sudden you hate her. Every time you're running the girl, for what reason up till now you can't justify anything you said? It's just your personal opinion. You hate the girl so much. And on top of it, I heard that he's married. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if I was your wife, I'll dash you. What an embarrassment is that? You're running down a girl or, or slandering a girl because your ego's been bruised. Is it by force that everybody that you go and sit with and talk to has to stay in contact with you? He's a useless guy. Very, very useless guy. But the part that really annoyed me was him saying, no, he don't believe her. And this and that. Oh, my queen, this, my queen, that. No one's saying you don't have to, but you have to support the queen in a way that you're hating someone else. But no what, one's not saying that support the queen, the queen and the monarchy and all that. Right, that's what I'm trying to say. He's saying, oh, she's gone, they've gone to release interview when the queen is in a difficult situation and her husband is lying in hospital. Wash your own. Listen, there'll be never a right time for them to tell their story. 
They'll never Wash your like own. The man is something. 99. When is God's time to call him? God will call him. Mm-hmm. He's lived a good life. Hmm. Wash your own. He's lying in hospital. Okay, how many other people are lying in hospital? Like, what the, those little statements he kept making didn't make any sense. He's trying to justify his behaviour and the nonsense that he he speaks about. He's an idiot. And he can't. Like, he just really, really irritated. So when I heard he left, guess what? I hopped on one leg and shouted hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Cause he's I just going to turn him. up somewhere else. He's like a bad penny. But he's just a prime example of a man that when your ego is bruised, you start to diss the girl. We, I said, well, you've probably been there. I know I've been there. Do you know what it reminds me of? When I can't, Was I married then or about to get married? Anyway, I was with my ex at that point. And I before him, obviously you dated people before that person or whatever. So when we started to get, I don't know if it was marriage yet anyway, there was someone that I used to date that was still in contact with me and he didn't like it. And I was like, you know what? I can't be doing this. Even though it was nothing um, serious. And then someone just calling you, checking you, whatever. Mm. So I told that person, you know what? Me and you can't really talk like that no more. I'm in a serious relationship. Da, da, da. He was... He ran me, he ran me, he ran me. And I was like, and I, from what I can recall, I, don't think, I wasn't even rude. But it was a shock. Maybe it's because he never knew that I was seeing somebody. So it's like, where did this person come through? Uh, all of a sudden, he said, me, you can't talk anymore. But it was a shock. Mm. But some men, they get on like that. Mm. And it's, like, it's not by force. You don't own somebody. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what his problem is. I'm just glad he's he's left. I know he will pop up somewhere else, but they need to obviously learn from what his behaviour has been like on ITV before someone else offering him a job elsewhere. But you know what? I'm happy that before he left, the interviews that I've seen with Alex, even mm. Alex was very diplomatic, and Gina, Yashere, Dr. Shola, and Kalechi. Oh, gosh. Them interviews, I was like, well said. You yep. well represented us here. I don't give a damn. Yeah. What whoever else in this country has to say, they represented us well. They gave him fire. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And it's it's uh, another thing that really got on under my skin was him trying to um, talk about racism. Speak about racism. You can't speak on something you haven't been through. You can't say. Oh, but this isn't really racist or thing. I can't remember who. Who was telling me something about casual racism? Ah, I was just you said that. I'm about to get off my seat, I swear. <laughs> that dirty woman on loose women, she's loose. <laughs> With her loose mouth. Who said that? What's her name? Is it Jane? I don't want to know, it's not Jane. What's her name? If you see her face that looks like it needs pressing, are you mad? <laughs> This what I actually watched. I actually watched. I didn't hear. I, all I heard was the statement that she made about something being a casual racism. Basically, she I was said, trying I, to say in the family, mm-hmm. it was probably because they were trying to say, oh, they would have liked to know who it was that made the um, a comment about how dark Archie's skin was going to be. Mm. So she basically said, oh, but you know that was probably just casual race racism because you know basically that in the older generations. You know, it was normal for them to have those type of, you know, conversations or behaviours. So so she was trying to insinuate that it was probably like an older family member mm-hmm. that maybe made casually. Because you can be... Which type of casual racism? She's mad. 
like I was it on a podcast? Yeah, shout out to another podcast. Um, the three nine digits, three digits, three, three digits. digits. Mm. And one of them said, "So is there such thing as casual homophobia? Mm. Is there such thing as casual anti-Semitism? Do you understand? When it comes to black people, you can just do anyhow. But if yeah. anyone wants to start talking about gay people or anything like that, you lot will jump out of your seat. But when it comes to black people, it can be casual." Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I'm just happy that this has happened. And to be honest with you, not being funny, Harry and Meghan, live your life in it. I'm not really too bothered about that. Mm-hmm. What I am happy about that this has brought up a conversation on race. I like the way that black people have gone onto national BBC news for all these people in this country to see and roasted that Piers Morgan nicely, told him about the history and that we are all conscious that this country is built off racism. Yeah. So just because we don't jump up and talk about it and then you want to bring out race card, talk about race cards and all of that nonsense, it's just like, you lot need to start hearing our mouths more because you lot are taking the piss. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. But um, no, I'll, I'll definitely say still watch the interview because there's a lot to to pick <laughs> there's a lot to pick from there trust me hmm. there's a lot to pick from there there's a lot to learn from it and it also brings us to the question of how a man i know we've done an episode i can't remember what number it was two three early early stages of us recording episode about um men protecting women yeah do you feel protected by men by yeah. men mm-hmm. and it basically reminded me of that episode mm. in terms of the actions that harry took mm-hmm. in order to protect his family mm-hmm. we put well we didn't post but on our stories we posted where someone else made a post with regards to harry can pick up his whole family and leave a country and some of you men can't even block a girl on instagram <laughs> i think i saw that and it's the truth. I saw that. I saw that. I did see that. Yeah. It just shows you the seriousness of somebody, isn't it? And the intentions of somebody. If you're with someone and you're serious and you go to that level of commitment to that extent, then who you should be choosing, your family is what you create. Once you've gone into a committed relationship, marriage, you started to have children, that's your family. Yeah. Then your other family becomes your extended family. <laughs> understand but some people they get that mixed up mm-hmm. yeah and if you want to take it to the bible it says the man leaves his father and his mother mm-hmm. he his to become one with his wife mm-hmm. it doesn't say the woman leaves it says the man mm-hmm. leaves so it's a prime example of your leaving to now become the head of a household mm-hmm. but the thing is if you're gonna stay no one's saying okay because there are, I suppose there's different examples of families and some families you have generations upon generations and say whole household, that's fine. But in this instance, what we're referring to is if there's toxicity in your household and it's to the detriment of your marriage, then you need to decide, you know, you need to be sorting something out there and you need to separate from it. Otherwise, you're going to mash up your relationship. So it depends on what's more important to you. You choose accordingly, isn't it? Yeah. If yeah. everything's all good in your house, everyone stay under under one roof. That's not a problem. Ah, I me, mean, I don't know about that too. I could. <laughs> what live in the house with your in laws? I could. Hell. But it depends on the in laws. That I could. I couldn't. I couldn't. 
I feel like no matter how well... Only if I had a good relationship. I don't care. Yeah, I know I could. The like, house could... has to be big enough, though. In no. Even if the house is Buckingham Palace, I ain't doing it. <laughs> no. I personally feel like no matter how well you get along with your indoors, over familiarity brings disrespect. It's going to get to a point where it's all good to start with, like living with them, we get on this and that. You're going to want privacy. They're more likely to be in your business. I just, I personally couldn't. Do you know why I I say I could? I suppose the relationship I had with my ex mother-in-law was good if she overstepped it wasn't normally on my part it, she used to kind of step on my ex's toes in terms of getting involved in certain, it, it never used to bother me because we mm. had a close relationship but he didn't like it was strange he didn't like the closeness that me and him had me and his mum had mm. he didn't like it at all and i was like but why would you want that but yeah he didn't like it but we were very close so that's why, because I had a good experience, that's the reason why I think I could. That's why. You ain't had a, a Nigerian mother-in-law yet. <laughs> well, are they all witches? I heard that they're witches, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I didn't say but that at all. my future husband's going to be Nigerian, so I hope him I'm not a witch. Because <laughs> me, I, can, I have to jump on my broomstick too, and it's just not going to be... Hey. No, 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 I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, so you have a broomstick. <laughs> so you're flying at night. You're putting your legs on the wall, entering meetings. <laughs> Okay now, I learned something new about me. It's true, you know. You don't really know someone, even though but after over twenty years, I'm finding that homegirl's got a broomstick, a whole broomstick. So what do you what do you sleep your house with? <laughs> don't try it. Don't, don't try have a broomstick. Not the one where you fly outside at night over the moon. I don't know that one. <laughs> I'm not involved. Oh my god. Yeah, I the whole living with him. That's not for me. That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> It's a no for me, man. <laughs> I like my space too much. No matter how big the house is, I just couldn't. And eventually, it'll be a problem. I just know it will. It will be a problem. But because you've had a positive experience, That's why, yeah. it's all well and good. But um, Oh, God, please. I'm just sitting here thinking. I hope my no. future mother-in-law's not going to be a witch. No. But obviously, I won't be disrespectful towards her, but that's going to put a strain in your relationship. <laughs> Lord, forgive me. The case. I've seen, you know what? I've seen comments like, you know, when they post videos on YouTube um, or no, on Insta about people that have had, you know, bad experience with their mother in law or, or video recording. Of, it could even be like in movies where the mother in law is always in the business and stuff like that. Mm-mm. And the comments underneath just kill me. And it's mainly. Niger's saying, listen, the only time I'm marrying a man is if he confirms his mum's dead. That's deep. And I think some of them, because they've had such negative experiences with mother-in-laws, or if you're dealing with a man as a mummy's boy, um, and you want a man, and I think that's the difference with your ex-mother-in-law, she called him out on his BS. And that's probably why he didn't like it. But a majority of them tend to support their sons. When they're in the room. And they feel, of course, and they feel jealous of the fact that there's now a woman in his life. He no longer needs me rather than me. So Mm. that's usually where the dramas come from. Mm. Or, you know, I want my son to be helping me financially, but now he's got a family or this woman's cooking. Mm. Let's say he likes his mom's cooking or no, he's going to eat his wife's cooking more than his Mm. mom's. It's more usually out of jealousy, which is some weird shit. Like, 
any mother who's jealous of her son or son's wife, well, that shit is weird to me. Because it's like looking quite incestual at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, please, what's really going on here? Mm-hmm. I don't like that stuff. It's weird. You can have a close relationship with your son or with your mum. There's but boundaries. Boundaries, especially when you now have a wife, you're mm-hmm. married, you've got a family of your own, your mum needs to learn to respect that space mm-hmm. and have boundaries. You need to put her in her place. I can't get enough of them Niger movies and it's very common in there and it's not just the fact that they're portraying that. It's That's what happens in reality of the mother-in-laws being over the top or over-involved. Um, they're in there. There was one that I watched where the mother-in-law was always bullying the daughter um the wife because she didn't have a child she she couldn't get pregnant all that time not knowing it's her son who's freaking soldiers ain't marching hmm. it ain't her but that's a common ignorance in society anyway it's always the woman when give me a grandchild i want a grandchild i want to carry child on my back um I'm not getting any younger this and that you're having a go at her you're cussing her out you're doing this doing that <laughs> All that time, it's your son whose soldiers are not matching. Hmm. He smoked all his semen away. Abby? Oh, gosh. I couldn't think of anything worse than something like that. But that's the importance of... But you know what? Sometimes things can change later on after the marriage. Things definitely changed because it did flashback on how the relationship was with them. And even when she started demanding for a grandchild, it was like a year into the marriage. It ain't even like they've been married for years and years. Some people usually, not even usually, some people can decide, okay, we want to spend time together, do our own thing for the first couple of years of a marriage and we'll have a child Mm. after. Mm. Some other people get married and they're ready to have a child straight away. Mm. I don't actually know a couple, (laughs) not that I'm in their business like that, but when the wife told me she was pregnant, they basically, they basically got married, got pregnant, literally, probably on their honeymoon or something, because of how quickly the baby, the baby was due up. before their first year anniversary. Mm. So it was obvious, like, right, but if that's a decision they've made as a couple, mm-hmm. like, listen, we want to have a child straight away, go for it. It's your business. It's your business. What's anyone putting a time on? Oh, you should wait how many years? You should wait two years before you have a baby. That's not, it's up to them. Exactly. Maybe they want to have all their kids young. Maybe they want to have all their kids by the time they're 30, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or have a certain age or we just want to have them close together in mm-hmm. age so we just get over and done with, mm-hmm. you know, each to their own. Mm-hmm. I had a girl, bless her, the girl, um, lovely lady that did my hair yesterday. She told me she wants seven children. Seven, I thought my five were... Uh, that's the thing I thought of. I was even going to call you and say, hello, I found your guy. <laughs> <laughs> I found your oga that wants more children than you. I said, in this day and age, she said, yeah, I want seven. And that's because she comes from such a small family. Yeah. It's just her and her brother. And she said, you know, it's so boring. Yeah. I can't do that to my kids. I need to have more children. She hasn't got any immediate cousins because her mom's the only child. Oh, wow. Her mom is the only child. So she just wants a big family mm-hmm. because she's come from such a small family. I'm like, each their own. Mm-hmm. That's what you want. She said, I pray to God I just have multiple so I get them all out of the way. Talk about this is coming off, so we'll come back on subject. I saw an article where a 19 year old has got a 19 year old couple got four kids. Four kids. I read it today as well. I actually saw they that. They had twins today. and twins again. Yeah, I saw that today. 
I saw that today and I said, wow. Wow. <laughs> and it does happen. Some people have two sets of twins, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Each of their own. They're together. They said their kids are healthy. They're loved. That's what's important. Exactly. Obviously, you have the world out there. I'm 94 kids. That's a lot. But you're not coming to help them, so mind your damn business. Exactly. Always you're in people's feeding interest. You're craving them. Mm-hmm. You can have something to say if you're not, auntie. Keep shot. Exactly. Finish. Hmm. You know, but... um. No, definitely. I think when it comes to that whole um, Megan and Harry thing that's come up, it's really giving people the opportunity to assess themselves, assess their own lives, their own families, their own situations. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just brought a wake-up... Well, not even a wake-up call. We're black, so we know racism exists. Oh, but no. all those other races, yeah, it's been pushed out there, and people don't want to discuss race, but at the end of the day, it needs to be discussed. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. And it also brought us onto the topic as well of family secrets mm. and things that go on within a family that you have to keep hush, 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 hush. Be quiet, don't let anyone know, don't say to the people on the outside, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was saying to you earlier, there's a Nigerian actress um, mm. called Yabojo, and she basically revealed recently on her vlog that she had been raped five times by different people first one being when she was 14 years old and she said something along the lines of you know it was never discussed never spoke about it because it was a taboo to speak about it back then you just get on with it it's not something you let out and that one i can definitely um relate to in terms of not in terms of the rape, but like I said, I've suffered sexual abuse when I was younger and it was not something that was discussed. Mm-hmm. It was something you keep to yourself and you just get on with it because, especially in the African culture, I don't know about other cultures, they don't know how to deal with stuff like that. They don't know the effects it can have on a person because she said she suffered a lot of emotional and mental um problems due to that trauma loads of trauma and having to keep that inside growing up just dealing with life and then experiencing it multiple times she experienced it in an adult age as well she said there was armed robbers that came to rob her husband's home and she was raped in her husband's home and it's just it's crazy but yeah there definitely is this stigma on don't speak about it just get on with it like just pretend as if it never happened and that can really mess someone up and it runs back to the same you can relate back to the same royal family because you've got a alleged because for the sake of saying that pedo in your family alleged you were able so let's just say for the sake of it because the amount of controversy I've already said in this thing I don't want to cancel us already okay alleged <laughs> in court out court inside court outer court <laughs> you got a P and to be fair do you know what even though I haven't watched that whole interview I refuse to watch it which one the uh, Andrew one no 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 I ain't watched that but I mean the Harry and Meghan one even though I haven't watched that mm. 
even though I haven't watched the Harry and Meghan one, I just know that they haven't... There's still a lot more they could have said that they haven't said. Of course. Harry is... He's still a human being. He doesn't want to completely out his family. That's why no names and stuff was, and stuff was called. If they wanted to shut that whole thing down, they would just start telling them about this pedo freaking uncle that he has and God knows whatever else has happened behind the scenes that probably hasn't even got out yet and they've kept it secret. But they kept it nice. They kept it classy as far as I'm concerned. Because if it was anyone else, they would have exposed them. Yes, they would have told them exactly who it was that questioned his his, his colour. And that person probably wouldn't have made it till this weekend. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Bruh. If it wasn't for COVID, can you imagine how much people would be going outside, surrounding and making noise outside their house? Of course. Of course. Fling a brick through Her Majesty's window. Yeah, me. You're showing your badness. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the Queen herself, but their palace. Hope you wonder where does that Andrew live anyway? I don't know. I just want to go and see something there. <laughs> oh no! I don't man. know. It's a lot. It's a lot. And that other post that we read. Which one? Um, about family secrets. Oh, that young girl that did... Oh, gosh. This one was deep. But this is common, though. We can only talk about the black community. But I'm sure it probably happens in other communities as well. So her one was, it was a TikTok video. She was doing her makeup and she was telling her story. But at first I was thinking, oh, okay. I didn't, I, I didn't expect the outcome to be what it was. I didn't see it coming. And to cut a long story short, she was basically saying that when she was young, her sister, her older sister was always in argument with her parents. Eventually, she left the house. But she never had a good relationship with her sister. For some reason, her sister was always horrible to her and she didn't know why. Then her sister reached out to her on Instagram via DM or something like that because they didn't have each other's numbers. That's how bad their relationship yeah, I was. I think she said as soon as the sister turned 18, she moved out of the house. Right. Mm. So her sister contacted her and said she wanted to speak to her. So she gave her a number, her sister called her and basically said to her, the reason why I've had this bad relationship with our parents and I couldn't really be close to you, etc., was because you're actually my daughter and dad, who they both know as dad, but is really... Basically, her dad raped the sister when she was 10 years old and she got pregnant. So who she thought was her sister was her mum. And who she thought was her mum is her grandma. And her dad is her dad and granddad. Hmm. Oh, boy. So she went back now. She was still living at home with her, pe- with her, who she thought was her parents, which was actually her grandparents, and said, like, what is this? You, My sister was going through all this hell in this house all this time because of this secret, and how can you allow him to still be in the family and be around knowing what he's done? And the mum was basically saying, oh, I didn't want trouble, and how outside and see the family, and da-da-da-da, which is a common thing that families do because they don't want the embarrassment and the shame, so they allow the other person to suffer hmm. in the household after being raped by their family member. So Mm -hmm. she said she don't want to stay in the house no more either. So she went, I think she waited for her auntie or something. Anyway, within a few days she left and the mum was begging her, please don't go, please don't tell anyone. She said she weren't going to tell. So she left, they went and reported the dad. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of as well, the series 50. Yeah, it's the same thing. Same story, like, yeah. Same, same thing that happened. But it's a, co- it, it's a common thing. In most families, you will know of a story where somebody has done something or you've heard that somebody has done something to one of the young girls or even in some families, they a boy, a boy when they was young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people don't say anything to cover because of what people are going to think. 
start protecting people because these people grow up now with trauma and then can in most cases well i can't even say in most cases i don't know but in some cases because of the hatred and however they feel they now start to act out on other people when you could have dealt with that situation and prevent it for that person do you understand what i'm trying mm-hmm. to say it's a knock-on effect that it has yeah definitely and the thing is they're more bothered about saving the family name than actually rooting out the nastiness right right or, or helping this person that's been through this how can you be a victim of a crime but yet feel like you're the one that committed the crime because that's the way they act that's the way they go on like a lot of rape victims sexual abuse victims tend not to speak up because they feel like they'll be blamed for it yep if a girl's gone out on a night out and i know she's had a little bit too much and she's raped oh but what was you wearing mm-hmm. so because i'm wearing, i could be my bikini is that an invitation exactly does that mean yeah please come and rape me it's only ignorant people that support that rubbish you know so yeah i think families definitely and it's it's really bad in the black community i'm sorry mm-hmm. it's back african caribbean whatever mm-hmm. it's really bad in the black community on let's keep it hush hush and we already know statistically speaking a majority of sexual abuse rape victims all that kind of stuff they know the people yeah they be family members close friends yeah. neighbors they know the people that have done yeah. this to them yeah. They're not strangers. It's very rare that it's a stranger that's done that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's the fact that you've got to keep it on a hush-hush or don't say nothing or protect the family name or don't do this idea. It's too much. It's too much. No, it's bad. And especially... And do you know what? I think in them cases, the person that knew about it, you're just as bad as the person that has done it. So you should be dashed with that person mm-hmm. as well. Because I can't know... How? 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 I can't be with someone, God forbid, know that they've done rubbish to any child that's around with us, whether it's my own or not. And I'm still going to be in the same house. Are you mad? Huh. I'm mad. Absolutely out of your mind. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's not going to happen. It's a difficult one. It's a difficult one mm-hmm. when it comes to sexual abuse. Well, we definitely have to. I was gonna say, <laughs> took the yeah. words out my mouth. We definitely have to elaborate and speak more on that on on another day, another episode, because that's part of the reason I personally wanted to do a podcast to let people know, especially young people that might be in certain situations of being through things like that that listen you don't have to sit there and suffer alone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you don't have to suffer alone and you know deal with everything by yourself because you're scared of what your family might say or you don't have anyone to confide in and stuff like that and because certain people that have been through stuff don't wish to speak about it and not saying they have to because it's a difficult thing to talk about it's... you have to get to that point of healing for you to be able to speak about it you know what that just triggered something I remembered. To cut a long story short, a few years ago at work. Now, it's part of our job to safeguard people, but you know you don't always want to get involved in people's things. I'll never forget this. She's not even a girl. I think she was our age, or mm. maybe slightly older or slightly younger. She was a, she was a grown woman. Mm. She wasn't born here. 
and she came over to stay with family to start her life here basically some of her siblings were in another european country i can't remember what country it was so she was here she stayed with her uncle her aunt and i think their children were in the house as well now this uncle was coming to rape her at night the, uh, the wife was in the house but didn't know what was going on mm. She, found, she obviously fell pregnant. That's how she got into my hands, yeah? Now, she didn't, she didn't speak... She spoke English, but not fluently. So we had an interpreter. And by chance, this interpreter was a man. So I was going through all the questions I have to ask, generally. And I got to the point where I've probably asked, oh, um, who do you live with? Um, have you ever been... Um, have you ever had sex against your will or without your permission? Because these are we can ask these questions to everybody. In most of the cases, like, no, 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 we fly by. Mm. She paused. And I thought maybe she didn't understand. Because sometimes these interpreters, you don't even know what they're saying. Sometimes you can tell they're not even interpreting exactly what you're saying. Mm. But he asked, he repeated it to her again. And I thought, oh, maybe because it's because we try not to use male interpreters. It can be uncomfortable for some of the women. Mm -hmm. But he interpreted and he came back. He said to me, yes, she has. The person that she's living with is the person that she's gotten pregnant by. But she's not in a relationship with him. It wasn't her choice. Mm. And to cut a long story short, she was like, I was like, did you tell anyone? And she was like, no, she hasn't got anyone else around. She goes to work, but the people at work are not her friends like that. She hasn't got any family around to tell. But in her family abroad, if she tells them, they're basically going to tell her, well, she hasn't got anything else. To, she can't go anywhere, so she might as well just soldier it there, basically. Hmm. I was like, no. Nah. I said, but you telling me this? I said, are you comfortable in the house? She says, no, but she ain't got nowhere else to go. So I said, oh, me, this can't be on my head for me to send her back to this house. So anyway, I had to make an excuse for her to come back because at the time when I saw her, there was nothing I could do at mm. that time. Social services weren't open. We left messages for social, all of this stuff. To cut a long story short, I had to rebook her to come in at a different time. And then she, we had to set up a thing where we had to say he had to come to help to, to take her home. Mm. Oh, the same guy. The same guy. Mm. So she managed to get him to come. Then I had to sneak her to a different room. Mm. Police come and arrested him. But they arrested him in the main waiting room because that's where he was oh sitting. Oh, my God. So she's around the corner and all we can hear is shuffling, shuffling. You're under arrest. Da, da, da. And I was thinking, I felt bad, I swear down. Because me, I don't like to be involved in things like this. But I knew it was for the better of her. Yeah. So she didn't want him to see her. Mm. Like, she felt, I felt bad for her as well. So I was in the office. So as the police are taking him away, we've seen they've brought him past us and they've taken him away. She then had to go, I think she went in a hostel, something like that overnight. The police then, another police, set of police come, took her to a hostel. And then they got her on a plane and flew her to her sister, whichever European That's country excellent. she was in. Yeah, and they flew her next plane next day and she was out of the country. She was free. Yeah. And she just kept saying, oh, thank you, thank you. And she called me the chocolate nurse. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. You know normally you take offence, chocolate. But I suppose where she was black, I did take offence. Oh, she was black? She was black, Oh, yeah. okay. She was black, yeah. And um, so I'll did never she have forget the ter termination? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, didn't didn't? Keep, she didn't keep the paper. Yeah. Well, they, I wasn't expecting her to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In most cases, whenever we get ladies that come in that are pregnant that have been raped, they normally, um, and they obviously don't want to continue with their pregnancies, they normally have surgical termination. So they, they take the product so that they can test the DNA to confirm it's the rapist child. So normally, what you see mm. is in the hospital, police come in, uniform and everything, holding a bucket. 
they stand outside the theatre door mm, 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 as they remove the pregnancy they put this pregnancy in a bucket and they take it away it is horrible it is horrible yeah the police stand outside of the door they come in they bring their paperwork and they say they're here to collect da, 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 da. they stand outside theatre as the girl's on the table getting her procedure done as soon as they receive the remove the fetus they put the fetus in the bucket they take it away it's horrible. I'm telling you, it's not nice. See, there's certain jobs, only certain people with a particular mindset and thick skin can do. I it's couldn't. horrible. I okay, couldn't. imagine the my, and norm, the ones that I've seen like that tend to be young girls, and you can you can never know what that feels like. You feel uncomfortable in the situation, but can you imagine that girl? She wakes up that morning. She knows she's carrying a rapist child. She knows she's got court cases pending and all sorts. She now has to go and put herself under a surgical procedure. And the child, you wake up and you're no longer pregnant no more. And they're, ah, oh, it's too much. I don't, that's why I say that woman that you've been raped five times. Mm. How are you going to be mentally? Hmm. You're just going to think, what is my life? That why did I come on this earth to suffer that every time I'm being violated all the time? Mm. Oh, God. That's People. Hmm. That is a lot. To, um, to deal with you can't joke with mental health that's the reason why people are in uproar about what Piers said because of your ego you want to say that somebody's mental health that you think they're lying why would they come and lie about something a, like that that guy's a or day with a capital letter O <laughs> or de buruku google that <laughs> seriously oh, that's too much man but thank you so much guys for listening in we know this subject has been um yeah it's a bit of a touchy one trigger trigger point trigger mm-hmm. um but these these things need to be discussed yeah, yeah you yeah. know these subjects need to be discussed we're not going to sugarcoat things or wrap them up in cotton wool they it's the reality that people should know that by now no, <laughs> it's the reality of what goes on what's happening and mm-hmm. um People need to know. People need yeah. to be aware. Yeah, and when you, what you re- what you need to realize is you opening your mouth can be saving somebody else. Hundred percent. Because there's so many people. The reason why it was so rampant back in the day is because everything's kept quiet. Mm-hmm. Then it goes on more because they, people know that it's not going to be spoken about. Yeah, exactly. But guys, don't forget to hit us up on our socials. We love the interactions. We're seeing that people being a lot more interactive with us. Yes. Since they have been nosy enough, I want us to show our face. Yeah, now you're seeing our faces. Yeah? You've seen <laughs> us and you're going to continue seeing us because we definitely notice that people interact a lot better, interact more, cause, which I can understand. You want to see who you're talk- who's talking to you. You know, yeah. you want to put um, a face to the voice. So, yeah, guys, continue to um, let us know what you think um, when you listen to the episodes or your opinions on particular subjects yeah. or anything you want us to discuss. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we're open to it. Very open. You know, and yeah, it's the same um, for Insta, Made in 97 pod. Same for Twitter. Same for Twitter. And email is made in 97 pod at gmail.com. And uh, we'll see you next time. Is this see? We can't see them. Well, they can see us. We can't see them. Okay. You will see us. That's <laughs> it. And you hear us. That's it. 
next time on yeah our next episode all right guys see you bye 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 guys <laughs>